What's good, family? Thank you for stepping into the coach's box. We are back. Yes, we missed you all just as much as you missed us. So I'm your host, Coach JP3, joined by Coach Murph, Coach Pace, the real coach, actual coach Pace. You know what I'm saying? Got a new, new gig, assistant head coach. I see you. And Coach K, real Coach K. So yeah, we out here back like we never left. We got a lot of basketball to cover. Uh, so we missed the, the finals, but, you know, with Coach Murph being the resident Heat fan, I think we should just kindly gloss over what happened in the NBA finals and move on to the offseason. So, we wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is, man. Hey, that's, that's all we need to know. We just wasn't good enough. The one thing that I'm hating, that I'm hearing, is that people are trying to discredit the the uh the nuggets a bit by saying like oh you know we'll see or we will respect the championship more if they play like a Boston Celtics or play like a Sixers and I'm just like those teams ain't make it there for a reason and one of them got bounced by the team they were playing right so put some respect on Miami this is a successful season from going dealing with all the injuries early on um uh, and going from the losing your first playing game to go on a stretch to be the Bulls, Bucks, yeah. uh, Knicks, Celtics to face the face the Nuggets and steal a game, something that the Lakers couldn't do. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's an amazing feat. It just shows that they need to do uh what I've been saying they need to do for years, get a, a legit big and let Bam play the four. He is not a center. And the big men are starting to make, uh, you know, <laughs> make their presence known in the league nowadays. So now you just you just need a guy, even if it's strictly to run, protect, and rebound. And then you also need a first option scorer. And that's it. A legit big and the first option score. Because people are saying that Jimmy can't do it being the best player of the team, and that's not true. He can win being the best player of the team. He just can't win being the primary scorer for the team. True. true. And we, we thought that primary scorer, that score first person was going to be Bradley Beal. But he ended up going elsewhere. Coach Pace, start us off. What do you think about Bradley Beal in Phoenix? Stupid. <laughs> very, very stupid. All right. First starters, Kevin Durant, you should have – you really are shameless. Like, you are truly a shameless individual when it comes to creating super teams. And the thing is, we know you all not about to win. That's the thing with all this going on. We still know they're not about to win. So this does nothing for me. Um, they're basically top heavy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Their KD is one injury away from that all falling apart yet again. Um, DeAndre Ayton is still there. I don't know what he's going to do there. Um, I think D book and Bradley Beal be fine, but as soon as KD gets hurt, which he will, don't worry, just wait on it because of the black cat that rolls around when KD. Um, they still got to fill the roster out. They got like six players, well, five players signed, I think. 
and everybody's gonna have to take like very very minimal money at that point because they're so top heavy and like all those guys have all the money. I don't know who they're gonna sign, so they need to figure that out. But it's not gonna work out. I don't I don't know why they traded that, and then they traded like okay, you traded Chris Paul, but you also traded ten picks. Mm-hmm. Like my boy, that that don't even make no type of sense. Like y'all got fleeced. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that trade was stupid. I don't I don't. Yeah, second, second, third round exit, maybe if they're healthy enough. But I'm, I'm seeing second round exit at max. All right, Coach K, what you think, bro? I'm just trying to figure out who's going to play defense. Um, that's my thing. But I mean, I feel the same thing. Like I don't, I don't really see this going anywhere other than the second round exit or something like that. Uh. KD got hurt doing layup in the layup line. So that's all I really have to say about that. <laughs> One layup line away. One yep. layup line away. <laughs> Warm-ups. Yeah, I, that was just I, a tear. I, I was like, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, I was gonna say I, I I assume they're probably gonna move off of Aiden and, and try to get something, get some scraps for him. But I mean, I don't know. I just no bench, no defense, no championship. Yeah, there well, there a source has released today that they have no plans on moving Aiden, which I feel like is ridiculous. Because if you can flip him to just get two solid pieces and some draft picks, I consider that a win. You have to fill out that roster. You said that you lost because of death, and then you're just going to basically run it back with the same team in terms of depth-wise. You're just going to be top-heavy. It doesn't make sense. Um, So, honestly, I see them as – the way the West looked <laughs> last year, this could easily be a first-round exit because they were almost a first. If Kawhi didn't get hurt, they were getting bounced first round. Mm-hmm. You saw that. The writing was on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, Russ by himself was giving them a, a fight for their lives and games. Mm-hmm. So, and then you throw this whole new team together with a new coach. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, you're doing too much, but um, yeah, the Wizards are in rebuild mode, finally, a few seasons too late. They should have did it before they gave Bill that stupid contract, but, you know, good for them. And then CP3 finally made his way to California like he always wanted. Well, he, he was on <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What what do y'all think about him going to Golden State? Mm. I I'm 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 confused. Like that that's the one that caught me off guard. Trash. Like I I, I really have to see this play. Of course, we all have to see it play out. I just want to know how this is going gonna all work. Uh because Chris Paul's skill set and the way he plays basketball doesn't necessarily mesh well with how Golden State runs their offense. Uh, It's less pressure on Chris Paul because if he, you know, he does get hurt again, I mean, they're going to be 
who they were the last few years, which is a playoff team and capable of winning any series. I Chris Paul's worth, I, his value is going to lie, in my opinion, around his ability to elevate kind of like the other the other players. If he's because like let's just say when he was in OKC and he took that team to the playoffs, it was him and a bunch of young players, and he got the most out of those young players. Now I know that was a few years ago. Uh, but if he could do that with some of the players at Golden State that we've been waiting to see step up, it might be helpful. But I, I, I really need to see how this plays out on the court. Yeah, I heard that they made them well. That the Warriors made that move because they want to get stuff to play off the ball more. But I, I just, it's still just dumbfounding as to why they made that move. So I mean. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, well, after this season, I hope Chris Paul retires. That's all. He should. He about one pull hammy away from a retirement, huh? Pretty much. Hey, he deserves uh worse than what Melo got. I don't want to like Melo got disrespect to his last couple of years. Chris Paul deserves worse at this point. That's jacked up. <laughs> 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 So I guess I'm the only one that's okay with the deal. I feel like this can work only if you let Draymond walk or you do a sign and trade, preferably a sign and trade, because without Draymond, you're losing the defender. Looney made an appearance, you know, this season and in the playoffs, you can have him play the center position and then all the other stuff. What I guess running the offense, you get that out of CP3. And then every all the other intangible things and guarding and rebounding that Draymond does, you got the rebounding and realm protection from Looney. You get fine, and then you still have Wiggins. I just don't see how you pay all those guys, especially with the contract Draymond wants. I, I don't see how you. That's a crazy luxury tax bill to me. Um, also. In terms of leadership, like how you said, you know, in terms of development, with Moses Moody there, um, that's somebody that CP3 can help learn the ropes and increase his IQ in terms of running the point guard position. Um, he is a person that makes his teammates better, where Draymond was the vocal leader, but after that punch to Jordan Poole, he lost that. So now you have somebody that's even better at that in him because Steph and Clay aren't going to get up and say nothing and be those vocal leaders. So, and I feel like all his intangibles out, including his on-court uh, floor general um, experience and him doing it at an elite level, those are the things that make him valuable. But you do take a big step back on defense, but Clay is not the same and you're losing Draymond. But that's oh. why a, a sign and trade type deal or you just bank on Kaminga stepping up, which is a huge ass uh, defensively uh, to kind of replace a, a Draymond. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you ask y'all a question real quick. So with Poole being the one that ends up leaving, do you think if he would have had a better playoff run this year, like similar to what he did last year, do you think he's even involved in any type of trades this offseason? Uh, yes. 
Because they probably could have got even more for him. God. Because it, it doesn't it feel like they've made their decision. It's like, all right, with Draymond and Poole being on the team together, you know, yeah. we will probably need to depart with one of them. And it seems like they picked Draymond to stay. You know, but I'm like, if Poole was out here balling, that would have been a harder maybe for them to part with knowing that Poole could go off for 30 in, in any game. Uh, but he stuck up the joint throughout the play for, for most of the playoffs. Yeah. yeah I mean, that I feel like mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they should have got rid of Clay, though. Well, you can't do awesome. that. <laughs> I mean, you can't do it, but I feel like they should. Yeah. Hey, yeah, get that man a you for your service award. Give him, like, a little plaque he can hang up somewhere and and, and move on. Because bro, you get rid of the you get rid of the splash, bro. That's like, why they can't though. That's why they can't. Yeah, cause yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's well, like, cause you want to do. Steph said that he would like to run it back with the main court, mm-hmm. so that could be part of the reason why they got rid of Pool. But I think the part of moving, getting Chris Paul for him is just like, well, there's a possibility we might lose Draymond because. The contract he's asking for, we really don't want to pay him that, especially with all the money we already have on the books right now. So that gives him some wiggle room, like a just in case. But then also it's just like we have a quality talent that could replace Pool or even perform, well, will perform better than Pool. The only scary thing is even though Pool was bad, he still had the potential to be on the court where Chris Paul is really good. But come playoff time, which they only care about, he has some type of injury. So, yeah. I don't know. They're, they're kind of in a, a really tough position. I think that's another reason why Bob Myers left, because he didn't want to be the one stuck with making those decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll probably leave. Yeah. Yeah, I-, I think with him, how he operates, I think he would have been the one to be like, no, nah, we have to move Draymond or no, we have to move Clay." But he didn't want to be the one to do that. So it's just like, no, nah, I got to get out of here. It's just all these all these moves have caught me off guard. I knew Bradley Bill was going to be on his way somewhere. Didn't expect it to be Phoenix. I didn't expect CP3 to end up on Golden State. And I also didn't expect Porzingis to be in any of this conversation. But He's a boss of Celtic. Now, does that actually make them better without Marcus Smart? I mean, yeah. In essence, because of the thing with the Celtics is getting rid of Marcus Smart, they just have too many ball handlers. He's a ball handler. Derek White is a ball handler. Jason Tatum is a ball handler. Jalen Brown is a ball handler. So it's just like you have too many people that want to operate with the ball. Yeah, he has the defense, but even though I don't think it was deserving, but Derek White being on an all-defensive team, they're just like, uh, I guess we kind of got that in him that can do the run the offense and play defense. So let's go ahead and usher Smart out. And then you got somebody like Porzingis that is that will help with you're just looking at how much production can you get out of Al Horford moving forward? Probably not much, but he can do something. But the way 
Porzingis plays the game, he can play on the court with Al Warford or with Robert Williams because he stretches the floor and you have an actual third option score. I think Al Horford retired. Oh, did he? Yeah, he said he was done after this season uh, at the end. I don't know if he actually officially retired, but he said he was retiring. Man, that's that's a lot to him, you know. Yeah, so maybe they tried to – I could check, but I'm pretty sure he said this was his last go-round. I'm not seeing it. But either either way, either he can replace, but if he's not retiring, then uh, he can still play off of him. But then I, the main value for Zingas is that you have a, a third option to be a scorer on the offense because it's like if Tatum – and Brown isn't hitting, then it's like, all right, well, we're just going to have to find a hot hand somewhere, whereas with Porzingis, you can be like, all right, just give him the ball and let him kind of operate a bit for stretches. Hey, Cooper, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. And uh, let me let me ask this question because I feel like I've heard a lot of stupid comments. People are now saying that and I don't even know where this came from, but they're saying that Memphis is now a championship caliber team. Wow. Because they got Marcus Smart now. They got two defensive player of the years. You must be reading some Marcus Smart blog or something. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that, that ain't it. No, that, ain't didn't it. Move, that didn't move. No needle. And this is just proof. Like, I was watching, I don't know, like a jet. That's why I think Jay Williams is probably one of the worst analysts ever. He always says just something stupid. Saying Marcus Smart is a game changer. He's going to make them a, a, a championship caliber team. Maybe Jay, in Shanghai. Jay ain't been right since that motorcycle accident. Wow. <laughs> I mean, does, does it make them – I'm going to skip past that comment. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please uh, do. I does it make them better? Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you add a defensive play to your T roster, it does make you better. Um he is a defender. I mean, can he can stop most people in the league? Can, can he stop John Morant from being an idiot? I don't know. I don't think so. Like that's that's gonna be his biggest assignment there. Is because I think that's the, and and that may be his impact. Maybe his impact in the locker room is getting some of those younger players to like write write the ship and start making better decisions. Maybe. Yeah, like, I, no, yeah, he, I, because he's the one with, he'll be the one with the most success on the team. So he'll be the vet on the team. But sometimes it's just not the right vet. Like, who are you to come talk to me, John Morant, and say, like, hey, like get right or you we should do this and do that like bro like you aren't even the best player on your team no <laughs> like oh, at yeah. any point of your career you are a role player so basically he's in the same aspect as how they view steven adams it doesn't matter what you say like maybe steven adams is a bit nicer about it and marcus smart will kind of be like in your face but the way if John Morant's that tough, he ain't gonna go for that. Whatever, but I, he, he's just not the. the I feel like you could have did better if that's what you wanted to look for, like veteran leadership. 
Yeah. I think it was for I think they just wanted something to replace Titus because Titus wanted more of a, a starting role, rightfully so, being one of the mm-hmm. best uh point like off the bench point guards, backup point guards in the league. So it's gonna be interesting, man. It's, all this is just surprising. But we ain't even done like the offseason literally just started. Mm-hmm. Now we're seeing big moves. There could be other big moves to come. There are a lot of uh, rumors out there, you know, James Harden, Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton. <coughs> and yeah. I guess we'll start with James Harden. If, if, if he's going to move on from Philadelphia, where should James Harden go? Retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Son of, yeah. Him and all. Him and Al Horford can start their own strip club or something like that. Bro, like he, first of all, he's probably gonna go back to. Well, no, I don't even know, bro. Like, I'm tired. He's of not going Harden. back to Houston. He's not. I don't. He think just don't move the needle for me for any like for any. <laughs> he's not. He doesn't. He gets to a team. Everybody with James Harden, okay. they have championship between. <laughs> oh, they don't. I'll put money on it right now. He ain't going anywhere. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't – I've heard this from a Thank very, you. very reliable source. I don't – I wouldn't like this to happen, but if it was to happen, I I do get it. But if – because it'll be risky because of the environment. But if Harden signed a deal with the Miami Heat, if they could <laughs> do something like that. Because the thing is with them is they have the discipline there. But also, for there, when he gets there, he could legit be playing. Not saying that he can, but he'll have the opportunity to be his Houston self because it's like, listen, we're going to, especially like Jimmy Butler and them. This is like we're going to find ours. Just go out there and score because that's all they want and that's all they need, really. So if, of course, he had bad stretches and stuff like that, but. Miami needs somebody that's not scared to put up shots or somebody that's selfish enough to be like, y'all ain't shooting, so I'm a pool. Like, all this passing the ball around and stuff, y'all need me to take over and just be like, hey, James, quarter one through three is all you. Offensively, we'll find our spots. Fourth quarter is Jimmy, unless if you're super hot. And Jimmy's going to make sure he finds you anyways if it comes to that point. That's the only fit I can see for them, but <laughs> Miami is going to have to move some pieces to get him a respectable contract, which I've already said they need to move on from Tyler Hero, which will free up money and Duncan Robinson raise his value, and he will be somebody else that you could you can move, and he'll be an attractive piece, piece because of how he played in the playoffs on top of him being on the last year of his deal being an expiring contract. What are, what are y'all going to do with Oladipo and Kyle Lowry? They they will have to go to. Just contract wise, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, he was hooping. He was hooping in the playoffs. Come on, awesome. down let, stretches, let, bro. Don't get me started about that telly telly. <laughs> Listen, the thing Kyle is, pooping, bro. Kyle look, look, see, the thing between me, me and Coach Pace here is like he gives unwarranted hate to Kyle Lowry, the guy that I don't care about, literally does nothing 
You said he got average 20 points a game. Yeah. But if you look it up, there was 44 players this year that averaged 20, minimal. Hey, when, when's the last big you see win a three-point contest? Hmm? Riddle me that. What was the last <laughs> one that played in one? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's over here talking about he changed the game. Like, there wasn't a DeMarcus Cousins or a Kevin Love. And he wasn't even – he's not even the best Timberwolf of all time. Kevin Love put in more work than he did. Kevin Garnett, even though he wasn't a shooter, he put up – he put in more work than he did. So, so what in Cat's game – Changed anything? We've seen stretch bigs before, hey, but he, he changed the game. Yeah, he changed the game allegedly. Yeah. We ain't in Memphis anymore. Come on, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, come on. Bro. <laughs> hey, when, when I heard that, I was like, oh, oh. I just hey. want people to look at me and me and be like, man, he changed the game, like. <laughs> And, and Gil said it. Gil said it perfectly. He said, "Oh, he was talking about the kids, his kids, <laughs> just, <laughs> just his kids." Are going to say, "Hey, you, you changed the game. I, I can play the game this way because of you." Nobody else is saying. Nobody yeah. is saying that. Yo, I just want to take it, take a few moments just to give a bring back a segment, a segment called Bulls Watch, and give an update. Oh, okay. No updates. There are no updates. <laughs> there are no updates. Well, I say I ain't watched the Bulls since Derrick Rose. I don't even know what to. Do. <laughs> ain't nobody watching the Bulls unless we have to. Uh, yeah. The only time yeah, I'm gonna no. turn on it is when they uh sign Derrick Rose again and get him back, just so I can see his retirement. Yeah, Outside of that, oh, and Lazo Ball, he deserves better. Mm-hmm. He can't. I mean, he he's done. He can't play. Man, yeah, his, his dad. Hey, I'm just saying that his dad ruined his career. Mm. Dude, Lonzo Lonzo was like the missing piece we needed to make a playoff run. I think y'all was like top four in the East when Lonzo was playing too. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, they, they, I was they, really they, looking forward to seeing him. He was gonna be an All Star point guard. They need to hit the reset button. I don't know who you choose to build around. I'm getting ready. You already think Benny. Well, no, because you got Patrick. Patrick. Will, well, yeah, Zach Levine and them. I'm saying like you move on from them, but like you move on with like Patrick Williams, Kobe White. Yeah. Um, but like you, you just don't have a guy. But maybe you can. I mean, in trading Zach and trading uh, Demar, you can get somebody that can be like this is going to be our cornerstone piece. But they they just gotta blow it up at this point because yeah. that that ain't it. Yeah, that Lonzo piece is killing them. Rosen in on my TV screen in the United Center. Y'all need man, I'm telling y'all, y'all need Lonzo. People's, I'm telling you, that's y'all missing piece. His knees are shot. His knees. yeah, his knees are shot. Like I feel bad for him, bro. His knees should not be I like that. Y'all should feel bad for me too. 
We, I know. You just picked the wrong franchise. Yeah. We've been trying to steer you away from the Bulls all these years. Not going to work, bro. You, you finally gave up on uh, – who who was it? What was Cowboys? Cowboys? Yeah. We finally got you away from that. Yeah. But the roots run too deep in Chicago. Can't get that up. I mean, listen. They, I mean, because I'm thinking, like, y'all, who is in the league – that could mimic Lonzo's game enough for y'all to be successful outside of his brother. Who? No. Melo. Melo doesn't defend. Hey, absolutely not. Melo don't do nothing but sh- please no. Yeah, he, he's an offensive guy, but like Lonzo does it on both ends. He's a he's not even a good defender. He's a great he's, defender. I'm about to say elite, like top three when it comes to guards. You you were like well, and if if you're talking about two way guards off the top of my head, I mean he might be been the the best one. I can't think of another two way guard that guard? could run an offense. Yeah, to run an offense at his caliber, but also play a high end defense. Like off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody like I, that. Because when you I think do. of great defenders, you you think of like great defending guards. You see Marcus Smart, but Smart. like. He does. He can't do what Lonzo can. Well, okay, then Drew. But you, the you're not making. Yeah, 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 Drew Holiday. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I, I guess he will, he will be top. Yeah, because like I was drawing a blank. But yeah, Drew Holiday will be number one in terms of guard. It's just hard for me to like. I know he's a guard, but he with his size and stuff, he guards wings a lot. So it just threw me off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Drew will probably be number one. Lonzo would have been like two. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Lonzo would definitely be too. I can't. Yeah, I can't think of nobody because like, nobody can defend like the way he can at that's, all. That's true. The only reason why I said his brother is because his brother has the capability to make people around him better and score thirty, but mm-hmm. definitely a liability on defense. So I think he would yeah, help he, offensively and get DeRozan or who or whoever's left on the team when he, if he were to get there get easy buckets, but yeah, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be able to guard uh, a high-quality guard. Nah. Yeah. Lonzo will really get you 15, 10 boards and like 11 assists, and you 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 just look up and be like, how do you do that? When did that happen? Yeah. Like for them, but I mean, if the Bulls were to go through a rebuild, I mean, yeah, they would need somebody to run the offense. A small part of me wants to give them Kobe White. Like you... You drafted him at eight and give him no tick. Like, I just find that crazy to me. Mm. And then I feel like you have all the – I mean, not all, but, like, in terms of defense, you have Alex Caruso. You have Patrick Williams. So, like, you you can fl- – I don't think you need, like, a mellow-type guy. But I just don't know who's really on the market that you could really make a move for. I will probably start tapping into teams like like the Rockets or Orlando that's loaded with young talent that they have to start moving people out. Mm-hmm. But um, And just go young. I can't think of a vet that would really be like – Because the only other one – Brings to the balls. Doesn't have his head on straight. That would have been good for y'all's offense, but he has back problems apparently. That's been some. Mm. Yeah. I was over here drawing the blank, like who? 
Yeah, I saw like JJ Reddick. Like, we yeah, we'll talk about him when we see him on the court. Like, there's nothing to say about him. But yeah, he would be a great yeah running offense and yeah, but yeah running offense and play play good defense, but are great defense. If he came but to the Bulls, that's boring. Franchise. Yeah, I mean, he gets you only ten points a game, but. I mean, if you had, if you were able to keep DeRozan and Levine, you really, really, really wouldn't need him to score that much. Yeah, they they won't be able to afford that. Plus, who they? Mm. He disgusts me. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, man. <laughs> yeah, this is. His, I mean, this is his, like his contract year, so he got to put up or shut up. This is, you know. <laughs> his career is on the line this year. Literally, bro. Now, if so, Dame Dollar is another one on the mark. Like, where where should he go? Where should Dame go? Miami. No. <laughs> he said, "I don't want." No. I mean, he uh, should go there. Like, well, the, okay, yeah. But the thing ideally, is, he's gonna stay right in Portland because they're losers. Man, the only market. The Lakers. What? Oh my God. No. When it comes to the market, bro, like the, they're and him saying it out of his own mouth of it being the Nets or Miami, the Nets make the most sense because they're the only ones that can put a proper package together. I'm sure it will be something around Cam Johnson, a sign and trade because he's due for his contract this year. Um, and Hold on, hold on, hold on. This kid. Yeah, I mean, I'll say Miami just because of. I would like. That's where I would like to see him. Yeah, yeah, it would be fun to watch him in, in Miami. But negotiation wise, I get why. I just would like to see him. I don't want to see him with Lakers. Bro. I'm tired of this. Yeah, me too. Nah, he needs to go to Brooklyn. We don't need to give up pieces for them because they're going to be asking for some stupid stuff. They probably going to ask. They, they probably going to ask for Bam. They going to ask for Bam, Spolstra, and Pat Riley. Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, that album shutting that whole operation down. No. <laughs> that wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. I'd just hang up as soon as they said Bam, Spolstra. They wouldn't even get Spo out of their mouth. I. Yeah, like I'm. I'll trade. I'll trade. I'll trade three championship banners. Benny. Uh, <laughs> that was me. Wait, you gonna trade after championship banner? Oh uh, yeah. Yep. That, show, <laughs> that they that they that they didn't really earn. They gotta call Jordan to make that. Call. <laughs> hey, yo, hey y'all, y'all mind it? You mind if we uh move these right. over there? He'm like, boy, y'all better put that in the Charlotte. Before, before that, the uh, those are the two um, the Eastern Conference Championship banner from uh, when uh, Derrick Rose took us to the Eastern Conference Finals. No, y'all gotta keep that one. Yeah, we stand no business with D Rose. Listen, bro, Dame is Dame's career is going to die there until he actually gets smart enough to hit free agents. Bro, when his contract is up, but by then, his like somebody Whoa. still wouldn't take a chance on him. But like, 
That man is guaranteed to make in his last two years of his contract fifty-eight million dollars and sixty-three. Oh god. What I look like giving that up, respectfully. Well he's still gonna have it regardless. Whether he oh, gets traded he? or not. That yeah, his contract oh. is his contract. The team has to the new team has to pay that. Oh okay. Yeah, ain't nobody paying that. Yeah, so that's I, what I'm saying. Like his because it increases over the years, that's how the con they typically loaded on the back end but um at 30 he'll be 36 and 37 those years yeah ain't nobody paying that for yeah because it's like they're gonna be like you should have traded him you should have traded him when y'all was moving cj this is what happens when you try to do a half-ass rebuild or just like mm-hmm. hey we just want to give rid of a couple players here and there when y'all weren't that good to begin with right yeah that's that's what the wizards Got in trouble with too, right? To our earlier conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got rid of got rid of wall and paid Bill. Like Bill was the guy. Like, no. He robbed y'all. I you know what? I knew because the the Wizards were making it to the playoffs, you know, for, for a few years there with, with Wall and Bill. And then when they gave Otto Porter a hundred million dollar contract. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, that was crazy. Auto order? I forgot about that. I forgot about like, that. Yeah, that was bro, nuts. The Trailblazers and Wizards are in the same breath when they spent all that money on uh, LaMarcus Aldridge and Afro Camino. Yes. Yes. And, and it was just like. Before that, remember J.J. Hickson? Bro. Come on. <laughs> J.J. Hickson. Oh, my goodness. That man got a con. I, I can't remember if it was like fifty something million or seventy, whatever it was. It was too much, and and he didn't pan out to do anything. Portland just a bad organization because they had they could have had L.A. Brandon Roy and Dame all playing at the same time, and I think Greg Oden, and they blew it. They are a snake bitten franchise. Like yeah, they're 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 bad, bro. They're bad. So are the Nets. Like. Yeah, the Nets and the Blazers are snake bitten franchise. Like I- no, the Nets, the Nets, the Nets just trash because they really shouldn't have got rid of that one team that uh, it was D'Lo, uh, I think Dimwitty, like all them guys, and they was like dancing and stuff, like having. I'm like, bro, all y'all need is a superstar. Yeah, yeah y'all true. literally just gotta pluck one superstar in there and y'all fine. Yeah. they blew the whole team up. They had what Jared Allen was their big and mm-hmm. yeah 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 that was a good team they yeah they just needed a a, a leader like a yeah a solidified leader they need but they back up. now now they back they, back to what back to losing to be in that yep. fun team well yeah they are they will be fun to watch regardless but I don't know how it's going to pan out but so what about Chris Middleton I thought that was interesting I didn't think of him. When I thought about players on the move, but mm-hmm. where should he go? Home. No. Nah, um. <laughs> <laughs> been sending people home all episode. <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I'm just I, I don't know. He's trying he to get rid of. He's trying to get rid of all the older players. Like, hey, if you above thirty five, get out. <laughs> nah, out. man. It's just because so oh. many. <laughs> It's just, I'm hey, I'm tired. I'm just tired of Chris Paul, bro. Like, bro, let it go. You're a loser. You're a born loser. Like, let it go. <laughs> like, you're not we're, winning we're, anything. We're, we're talking about Chris Middleton, man. I know. I'm just saying. I just out of all these people, I just uh, just let it go. Middleton, he should uh he should stay in Milwaukee if he can. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, the only team I've seen him being tied to was the Rockets. Mm. Um, he will literally just be a whoa. What's that face for? He would literally be their. Uh, he'll be their vet, somebody that's one and a closer for them, and he's a prototypical Eme guy that plays on both ends, a, a good defender. Um, I just don't think. I don't think Milwaukee have the the money for him, or they will want to sell sell on him because of his his age. And you saw that they weren't good enough to you know get out the first. They're regressing each year. You win, you lose second round, you lose first round. So it's like we have to revamp somewhere. And I don't think they will want to put that money into into uh chris so i mean if he goes back there cool but i can only see there or the rockets yeah i made the face because like chris middleton can't be your number one and you expect to have any success and would there be a package from houston because milwaukee's going to miss the scoring though and the defense. So they're going to need something in return to fill that void of a shooter, a scorer that can play some defense, uh, that can guard a few positions. I'm not sold on Houston's young talent right now to be able to see like, okay, yeah, like if you give me this player and this bench player for Chris Milton, yeah, I can see that working out. I just haven't seen that so far in the Houston roster. I mean, that's even if it... That's only if that it gets there because he opted out, so yeah, he can just team. go for he can just go for nothing. Yeah, that's so true. So it's either go for nothing or get what you can from the Rockets and a sign and trade. Because the only purpose of the sign and trade is so the player can get his max money because his original team can pay him more than the other team, and you can actually get something out of him. So it's like Chris Middleton can walk for nothing and get a smaller contract. Or you can get the most money out of y'all while y'all get pieces out of me. So y'all just got to make sure y'all figure out, you know, y'all can make it work out of whatever pieces you get out of them. Yeah, Chris Middleton not going to be no number one on my team. I'm sorry. Absolutely not. Like, if he y'all can get number like a, one. Who would be the number one? He would He would have to be the number one. He's the best. He would be the best player. But, like, I don't, I, I don't think it would be like, hey, put the ball in your hands. I think they're going to be really big on developing the young guys. He's just there for that veteran leadership and to help them compete. So what if they happen to make the playoffs, you know, he'll be more so the guy, but I don't think, I don't think he will be like throughout the season or even in the, in, in the playoffs, he'll be like, put the ball in Chris's hands and let him work. I think they will allow amen and, um, and Jalen Green to to ball handle mainly Amen because he can uh, play make. So I know this team has been brought in every single conversation. Coach Murph, how would you feel with him being a, a Miami Heat? Hmm. You need a scorer, a shooter, and someone that can play defense. He does also. Not a. I mean, and, and if they want scoring in return, those bench pieces of Hero and Duncan and everything like that, that might work for a Middleton and you wouldn't have to give up your core. I get it. 
Yeah, I'm in. I, I get it, but literally, th- this puts you at a very short window. This gives you like literally a one to two year window, just factoring his age and Jimmy's age. Um, I think they need to, if I can remember correctly, uh, the team, the players that's going into free agency, he will probably be like my fourth or fifth target because mm-hmm. I'm shooting for, you know, I'm shooting for Kyrie. I'm shooting for Harden. And I have to remember the list, but I'm pretty sure there's another guy that I would rather shoot for. Because also I need them to have somebody that's that can be a primary ball handler. And Chris Middleton isn't that. Like he's not bringing the ball up the court and, you know, um, you know, facilitating the offense. That's right. kind of like done by committee outside of Kyle Lowry when he takes over. So, or and and Gabe Vincent now, but <clears throat> he he's just a. They need like a guy, guy, because even though he can score, he's not viewed as like the score because Drew Holiday is going to take more of those shots than him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I see that. Yeah, he's not a facilitator. He can bring the ball up the court, but yeah, he's not going to run your offense. But like, would you? Would you? I I don't know if you would need him to if you keep. Well, because also, yeah. But then now you're talking about a money thing. You got a lot of money tied up in three guys that's over thirty. So Kyle Lowry is going to have to find his way out of there. Plus, I feel like Kyle Lowry might be one of those pieces that get traded for him anyways to make money to match. And then they can also get that expiring Kyle Lowry deal. But also you have to view what Chris Middleton's role was in Milwaukee. Like he could score. He was mainly the defender and their closer. Jimmy is already the closer. They need a one through three quarter guy, not a fourth quarter guy. True, true. It's, it's interesting you mentioned Kyrie Irving. I didn't think you would want those headaches. But because of the organization that it is, Kyrie Irving might get a Nobel Peace Prize if he end up in Miami. No. I don't got time for that. Yeah. Doesn't Jimmy want to follow Kyrie anyways? Well, Kyrie, what, in the past when uh, Jimmy Butler was a free agent, there was talks of him coming to Cleveland to pay, play with Kyrie, but they were telling him, like, nah, don't even come to Cleveland because some BS was happening there at the time. So there's been yeah. word years ago that, you know, Kyrie and uh, Jimmy Butler wanted to play together. And then also one of the big things that will be different than all the other teams that Kyrie has been on since Bron is that there's already a vocal leader, leader there. Whenever Kyrie was put on the team and he was supposed to be the leader because he took on that role, it flopped when he was with the Celtics, when he was with the Nets. And then I can't really choose Dallas because he was there for a short period of time. But when he goes to – if he goes to Miami, even though UD would be gone, especially if UD was there for another year, yeah, that all that Kyrie stuff is chopped. But it's, it goes Spolstra and it goes Jimmy Butler. I think they should move UD into the, to the, to the office anyway. Like mm-hmm. to a, a personnel, a staff member position. 
um, I think he's earned that uh, definitely. Hey, yeah. Whatever he wants to do there, they'll give it to him. Yeah, Riley, um, UD, Spo, and Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. You ain't gonna act out with those guys. Mm-hmm. They gonna set you so, real quick. So, what do y'all think about Chris Middleton to Dallas? Okay, okay, Kenneth. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. They did. They in the NBA draft, they did free free up some money. Um, I did hear a piece. I think they freed up about seventeen million when they traded back um, to twelve. But I do I do like that. That guy can play off the ball, defend, and can close. When especially, it'll be a lot easier. Well, I mean, it'll be similar to how it is with Milwaukee because of Giannis, but um, having Luka on the court will make it easier for him to close. Mm-hmm. Um, that's barring if Kyrie leaves, to, if he could fill in that that gap contract-wise. Um, yeah. But I'm hearing if they can get Kyrie, they're going to use, use that money to possibly go for somebody like a, a, th- a three and D guy. And I'm using air quotes and um, I'm talking Dylan Brooks. What? Oh man. I, I thought his name was going to come up on the show. <laughs> it, we don't curse on this show, Demaris. We don't curse. I, I'm just, I'm just telling you. You I'm said just, the D word and the D word, man, come on. I'm just telling you what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing and what is making sense contract-wise, team-fit-wise. Okay. Because they got rid of all their defenders, and you saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And he will be a cheap defender. He would. He would. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we're going to see what happens with this, man. I'm really really excited to see all all these – all these moves happening already and more to come. Uh, so quickly, any um, any big thoughts about the draft? Uh, I think that's the Yeah, yeah um, I want to talk about, uh, I think my favorite one is probably everybody's favorite. I just want to see what Victor Wimbanyana is going to do. Mm-hmm. So see what, see what happens. I mean, I'm still, like, I'm trying to figure out like how many more years Pop has left. So I mean, we'll see what he can throw together with this one. I think Victor um, has determined that too. Yeah. <clears throat> um, oh, and I was gonna say my least favorite move was the Chicago Bulls because we have no draft picks. <laughs> trash, man. <laughs> no draft picks. Traded them away. Well, me. Same- next year i'm a, i'm about to curse again because oh. somebody that messed up was the raptors grady dick no <laughs> you're lo- you're loaded up at at the forward position you needed a point guard and and fred van Viet is leaving like you need a point guard what are you getting another four for pascal doesn't want to leave he said if he gets traded he's going to He's not going to resign to whatever team he's traded to because he wants to save with the Raptors. You got Scotty Barnes as kind of a point for. You still got OG that y'all trade every other month. But 
I don't understand what the, this is a terrible move for what they have going on already. And then I know that they they sold him one that uh, that they were going to take him if he made it down to their pick, which he was, because he wore that bum ass suit to match their colors. <laughs> now, for winners, the Rockets taking Amen Thompson, somebody that's athletic and could run the offense because Jalen Green can't. Amen is a better passer, a better playmaker. And then you also get somebody that was projected top four, top five, and Cam Whitmore at 20 is a huge pickup. I know they said that there was some some medical reports that came out, and that's why he was falling in the draft. I'm curious of what those are or what it was. But talent-wise, great defender. Great guy can, that can penetrate the defense and attack the basket. Th- those are two great high-value picks. Like getting Calm at 20 and Amen at 4, I think that those were the right moves to make. But now they're going to have to start ushering out some of their other talents to allow them to grow. And that's why I think they'll look to make a move uh, to for some p- good player or vet player on looking to sign and trade to get somebody out of there, get a few players out. And plus they have extra cat space or like they just have extra money because of all their players are so young. Yeah. That's just wild to me that you could just have a, a team pretty much full of young players and then move on from them so quickly. And I think Coach Pace brought this up in our group chat about that and I'm just like well like did you give them any time to develop around any veteran talent you know you have a new head coach this year so yeah it's just I think what's interesting about the league now is its lack of patience and and development but if you look at most of the teams that have won the title like won it all over the last you know even if you just look at the last 10 years most of those outside of LeBron's teams, those teams were already together. I mean, even with Kevin Durant, like he just went to a team that was already together and they had won already before him and they've won after him. So I, it's just, it, yeah, like Kawhi would be an outlier to me, a plug and play for a year rental Anyway, so it's just I, the league is in a very interesting space because it seems like it's it's very impatient uh, when the organization hasn't done it, everything it can it can to cultivate the young talent that it has. Man, and then you have those coaches who can't cultivate young players, aka Billy Donovan. Right. <laughs> you will take every shot at the Bulls that you can. <laughs> Absolutely. But and I think Ime might be able to get a lot out of these like young players. And so they have to be very careful which players they get rid of because they might get rid of the wrong one. You know, mm-hmm. at, at least with the guys on the roster now, you know some of what you have. Because honestly, on the on the Rockets, the only people you're not moving is the two kids you just draft. You're not moving Jalen Green. You're not moving Sangone. Uh, I'm iffy on Tari Eason. I feel like he should stay. But – you know, he'll probably be somebody that teams are hoping to get. 
Um, but outside of those guys that I just named, everybody. Everybody? Everybody can get, depending on what you're getting back, that those guys, you can get big. Because they really only need to give up, like, you know, three, maybe like three guys um, to allow people, to allow the other ones to develop. Because there is, we've seen it before that teams having too much talent where like you just have all these funky rotations. You really need a, a solid team of, you know, eight to nine for a rotation. And then you're, you're. Yeah, that's, that's possible. That's very possible. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with that, man. It's, it's just such a, uh, a different, different game. Coach Pace, did you want to add anything about the draft? Zero. I, I mean, I'm, I like, it was cool. It was a nice event. I, I, I just, at this point, I'll just be ready to see people hoop. Um, yeah, that's that's all I really care about. Uh, Summer League gonna tell me a lot. You said you like Cleveland's pick, though, right? Oh yeah, Imani Bates. He just need to get some muscle. Like you can't be six ten and weigh a buck seventy. Like, bro, like what are you like? What are you doing? Dang, he, he, we almost weigh <laughs> that's, that's wild. I didn't know he was that like. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to do a little thing each week with the NBA. We're going to go top five of each position of all time. And we're going to start with the point guard position. Uh, so it was hard for me to put these in, in order. Um, so I'm not married to the order, uh, but I have magic. Magic is, and I'm a little biased because Magic is one of my favorite players, but I also think he was, he's the greatest to do his position. I look at the fact that he did change the game. And I know some, you know, there's different shows out there that are talking about, you know, what did Magic do to change? What did, I think he did a lot because he created literally showtime. Like offenses weren't running like that back in the day where you literally are taking the ball out the basket and you're running down the floor and he's facilitating the offense. Uh, and for him to do that at 6'9 was unheard of at the time because now you 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 gave way for your, your you know, I mean, even LeBron James, you know? So LeBron James to be that type of person that runs the offense, even though he's not technically a point guard, he's facilitating like, the, he's operating like a, a point guard. Penny Hardaway, you know, all, all these, you know, these players that you see that are big guards, I mean, that's coming from magic, you know, without his influence on the game, you know, who knows, like you players are socialized to be in different uh, positions because of their size and without magic's influence on the game, they, that socialization to like, oh, you're six now, you need to be on the block could have still happened. Um, I mean, five-time champion, everything. I mean, people know his accolades. You can look them up. Uh, I put Curry in there. Like, I think you got to respect the man. I Because I'm not, I'm not biased when it comes to, like, whether they're a new player or old player. Curry, obviously, you see his impact on the game with the perimeter shooting. Now, I don't necessarily care for his impact on the game, not because of him, 
but because of how other people try to replicate it and they fail because they don't have the personnel to do that. You're not Steph Curry, right? So there, there's, there's a very few amount of people that actually do anything close to what he does. And, you know, so like Dame Lillard, for instance, if it weren't for Steph Curry, we'd all be raving over Damian Lillard and his range and all that kind of stuff. But because he's playing with and that same era as Steph Curry, it kind of gets minimized. But Curry, obviously, I've seen him evolve his game over the years, a champion, you know, multiple times, you know, champion with the finals MVP. I thought that was a big piece of that. Uh, to get that, he proved that he could win before Kevin Durant, win after Kevin Durant. So I got to give him his props. Uh, John Stockton, I mean, John Stockton used to get busy, man. So, like, for, for, for folks that weren't around to watch him play, I think when you're talking about, like, just beautiful facilitation of an offense. But, like, John, like, on defense – would get in you too. Like, so you weren't just going to easily get around John Stockton. He didn't look like he was going to be athletic. He didn't look like he was going to be able to stop anything. But if you ask the point guards that had to go up against him, he was tough to guard and he was tough to get past because he was just very intentional about his movements. And you couldn't leave him open because he was going to hit the shot. Midi, automatic. Three-pointer, top of the key especially, automatic. Uh, And he just ran the offense beautifully. I know... One of our fellow coaches, Coach Boogie, is going to hate me for this, but Isaiah Thomas. Um, they they even hate, you know, even Gilbert Arenas was hating on, on, on him and everything. Like, I was like, dang, Gilbert, like, listen. Because he was saying that um, the, the Detroit Pistons defensive teams and all that kind of stuff, and Isaiah Thomas uh, was barely mentioned in, as far as, like, top of the defense and everything like that. Well, the one thing that Gilbert Arenas didn't look at is that outside of Dennis Rodman, the other guys really weren't either. I think may, like Bill Lambeer may have been one all-defensive team, either him or like Rick Mahorn or like John Sally. One of those got one. The other ones didn't get any all-defensive teams. So they weren't showing any of the players outside of Dennis Rodman any type of defensive love. Anyway, so that you really can't hold that against Isaiah. So that, that, that was my, I think he, I think he didn't do his homework quite on that piece. Um, but yeah, the two-time champion, finals MVP, I, I got to give it to him. This fifth one was hard for me. This fifth one was hard for me. Y'all can talk me out of it. I'm, I'm, I'm up for the debate, but I did, I did slide Chris Paul in there just because of the way he runs the position. Um, all right, and Coach K has just left the show. So there's that. I did put him in there because I wasn't quite sure who else to put, but I'm open to changing that out. The rest of the four, I'm not changing. So what are y'all's thoughts on that? I pretty much got the same thing, except like I got Oscar Robinson, Robertson in there. That's fair. I, that's, the, that's the guy that I was looking at between him and Chris. But I'm going to put him in before Chris Paul. I know that. <laughs> I'm putting him in before Chris Paul. I almost put Jason. Well, I wasn't gonna put Jason Kidd in there, but um, I thought about it, and then I also thought about Steve Nash, and then I also thought about Russ. Russ, who? Well, Russ is more like along the lines, but like, do I consider him better than Chris Paul? Hmm. 
Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's, 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 that's me. Yeah. I'm I'm with you on Oscar Robertson. I, I almost had him at five, so I was battling between him and CP3. Chris so, Paul not seeing my top five for being the first great, first class loser. No. <laughs> first class loser. Uh, I mean, he made it to. Never mind. He made he it made to. It to yeah, I was about to say, he made it to what? He yeah. made it home. He made, <laughs> he made it home just like everybody home. else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Made it home safely. Praise yeah, God. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much got the same thing, James, except I flipped uh Curry and Magic, but that's just I don't you uh, that's just perspective. I don't if you said magic was number one, I really don't care. If you said Steph was number one, I really don't care. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, Man. give me Oscar instead of Chris Paul. I'm sick of Chris. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Well the funny not- thing is for the, the funny thing for me is I had the same with two and but i had oscar but i actually had oscar replacing steph and my thing for for steph is this like i know he is the point guard but i don't view him as the point guard because look at everybody else that you have in your top five we we talk about ball facilitation whereas like or like running an offense that's done by draymond like steph is primarily a score he can pass but he's a scorer. So I don't view him like a point guard like everybody else does. Yeah, that, that was a big thing on uh, Gil's Arena, too, was like, because he didn't, you know, if you look one way, then you could just throw LeBron in as a point guard, even though he's not listed, but just the way he runs the offense. I guess Curry for me is because he does what he's asked to do you know, in his position. It doesn't mean that he can't facilitate offense. It's just that, hey, the way they want to run their offense, Draymond is going to be able to do that more effectively and actually plays to Curry's strength. You know, so that's kind of how I looked at it. But I could see I could see your point there. So I think part of the, the debate is like solidifying what actually counts as a point guard. Is it how you're labeled, or is it how you play the game? Yeah, man, we yeah, I, I, I think it's a. What is how you play? Because if we start game doing game. that, then we got to throw LeBron, Luca, James Harden. Yeah. Like we got to throw so many different people in there, and it gets it gets way too complicated. Yeah, it gets way too complicated. Like the five we have, we just got to rearrange everything at that point. Because then you saying like, okay, Magic, all right, then LeBron, then Luca, like. What are we doing at this point? Like it's it's so confusing. Yeah. Then you got guys like AI, who was a two guard, but he was the one bringing up the ball, the ball up the floor. He had the ball in his hands pretty much the whole time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't, it's it's a tough conversation to have. Um, I just try to keep it with how they're labeled, how their position is labeled. Um, pretty much. But that was an easy list, though. I mean, I think the this list, the shooting guards list outside of, I mean, we all know who the top three are. So Absolutely. shooting guards, it'll be interesting to see four and five. And then, I mean, small forwards, well, we all know who's number one. So, yeah, I mean, power forwards, 
centers is going to be really interesting. And then power forwards, we know who uh, at least number one is. Yes. Yes. Tim Duncan. Yeah. And I dare anybody say anything else. Yeah. Anything else is blasphemy at this point. Yeah. So. I think I'm thinking Chet Holmgren. You know what? And that's where we end, that's where we end the show, guys. I, I was thinking Carl Anthony Towns, like this is the way that he changed the game. Don't ever in your life. <laughs> Something is in the water. Hey, listen, listen, that was too good of an opportunity for me to pass up. It, it was I'm gonna put Carl Anthony Towns at five. Just nah, you gotta pass that. You gotta pass that up. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pass that. You gotta pass that up. Just like how Jordan Poole should have passed that ball to back to Steph when he he airballed that shot or whatever, or smacked the backboard. Yeah, you should have passed that up. <laughs> okay, before we end the show here, Steve Nash is rarely in anyone's top five for good reason, but. He has multiple MVP. He has no titles like Stockton. Undeserving. Undeserving. No, no title. Okay, so I, is is it that that people respect him as a player but didn't feel like he deserved the accolades that he got, so they purposely leave him out? Facts. I view him just like I view Jason Kidd. Mm. So let me ask this question because I – why do people, some people, and I'm not disrespecting the man, but Jerry West? Um, so, Jerry, you know, Jerry did get one, but he, you know, he, he lost a lot in the finals, but he was at least getting his team to the finals. And then he did get one and he got a finals MVP in a series that they lost. I don't, yeah, I don't even know, like, I don't even, I haven't seen an ounce of tape on Jerry West. Like, that was in the Stone Ages, so I couldn't tell you nothing. Got you. Um, I want to mention a couple honorable mentions. Well, one, my, well, like, probably my third favorite Bulls player. It's a shame that he got hurt, but Derrick Rose. He uh, he prime Derrick Rose better than Chris Paul, but we ain't gonna talk about that. I agree. You just want to name everybody that's better than Chris Paul <laughs> right now, like- yeah, because he deserves the mellow treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and another a couple other honorable mentions for me is one, well, actually, I wouldn't even have thought about, but I mean, I think you should think about uh, Rajon Rondo, I think he's a uh, he's not top five for me, but I think he's I was about honorable. to say, we're talking top five, man. I, I know. Five, I'm just saying. I do appreciate I, his I, game. He's I not top it. five. Yeah. Um, he should have been a playoffs, unlike some people. <laughs> I'm just saying. I would I would say. Hey, name, top- name the pie. Title the pie. Coach Pays versus CP0. <laughs> Actually, just put CP because he ain't got nothing to add after that. Dang. Well, he can add the zero because he has no championships. That'd be useless. That's disrespectful for the zero. Mm. Dang. What else you got, kid? Um, I was just gonna say, even though I, I don't like the man myself, but Tony Parker. No. 
got shown some respect. So I think Tony Parker suffers from uh, Tim Duncanism, like because he played with them. But Tony Parker did get one of those Finals MVPs when a healthy Tim Duncan was playing. So I think he gets left out of top whatever conversations a lot. He wasn't even what top seven or top hundred or whatever. I don't even know if he made that list. I was like, how are you not gonna have Tony Parker in there? You talking about top seventy-five? Yeah. Because they needed to make room for Dame and AD. Man, get eight. Now nah, y'all gonna get me started there. But all right, coach, coach, uh, um, coach Kate, did your list mirror our list at all? Did you have any differences? Did. Um, I had Steph Curry number two. Magic Johnson was is number one for me. Um, Stockton, and then I had um, Oscar Robertson, mm-hmm. but I never saw him play, so I'm just going off of you know stats at that point. Yeah. Um, and then I did not have CP3. Um, Y'all I, hating? Straight up, y'all hate. I'm good on him. You are absolutely uh, right. <laughs> um, and then I had, I don't know, like, I <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. Mm, yeah, it was either Isaiah Thomas or Jason Kidd for me after that. Okay. Okay. There it is. There it is. Well, you, wait, wait. You know what I think it is with Coach Pace. Now that I think about it, because hmm. you know his hate for Kyle Lowry, his hate for for Chris Paul. I think he it's a it's a it's self hate. He just hates small point guards, and he will be a small point guard. So maybe that's just what it is. No, because I like Isaiah Thomas. I like uh. AI. Yeah, but to, to be honest, you're more so built well, like technically AI. and CP3. Huh? I said to be honest, you're built more like Kyle Lowry and CP3 than Isaiah Thomas. CP3 actually ain't that big, though. Well, I mean, he ain't that big, but like in terms of. Now, Kyle Lowry, he built like somebody auntie. I can't even lie. <laughs> Like somebody else. <laughs> right, hey, he feel like his green. He feel like he cooked really good greens. Roll credit. Roll, Roll credits. Credit. It's time to end the show. It's time to end the show. Well, we we appreciate y'all hanging out with us and putting up with us, especially Coach Pace tonight. <laughs> we, yeah. we certainly had a good time with this show. So. Have a great weekend, y'all. Stay blessed and stay safe. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace.